Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. We're taking a deep look at the recipe for baking up success in your home baking business. And specifically, this recipe consists of six key essential ingredients that you need to make sure that you're hitting in your business. And they are number one, creating a business plan. Number two, fine tuning your product and your production processes. Number three, nailing down your pricing. Number four, implementing a good marketing strategy. Number five, excellent, excellent customer service. And number six, a good financial management plan in your business. Those are the six key ingredients. And we're talking about each one. If you missed some of those last episodes where we went over that recipe for success and started talking about a few of those ingredients, don't forget to go back and give it a listen when you get a chance. Today, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into ingredient number three. And dare I say, one of the biggest challenges that home bakers face pricing. If pricing is hard for you, you're in good company. And as we get going into this topic today, I want to give you a quick invitation to join the most powerful course and resource I have created to date for home bakers, Pricing Mastermind. It's a self-paced online course that digs deep into the mechanics of pricing, where your numbers come from, how to calculate a price that actually covers all your costs and is right for your market and your business, how to self-check that your pricing structure makes sense, all of that. But it also goes further than that to help address the mindset around money in business and walk you through some strategy and implementation so you can actually communicate about price to your customers. What if someone doesn't want to pay? How do I actually raise my prices? What about friends and family wanting discounts? All of it, it's all covered in Pricing Mastermind. And you can complete it as quickly as one day, or you can space it out and go at your own pace to really conquer your numbers and master your mindset around price. It's all there waiting for you. Melissa of Melissa's Cake Mill says, your pricing course was a major game changer for my business. Pricing out cakes is so much easier and way quicker than it used to be. Luann of Bake It Luli says, this is the best resource I have ever invested in for my baking beginnings. If anyone is here thinking about it, you have landed here for a reason. On today's episode, we're going to dive into pricing, but also right now, listeners of Business is Sweet can get a special discount on my pricing mastermind course by using code BIS20. You get 20% off making the whole 19 module course only $55, an investment that will pay itself off again and again and again as you learn to price for profit and actually start making a real income with your baking business. Code BIS, that's capital B, capital I, capital S, 20. 
and you'll find the Pricing Mastermind page by either clicking on the link in the show notes of the podcast, or you can also find me on Instagram at the Out of Home Baker, and you can click the link in my bio right there and link to it. All right, let's talk about pricing, my friend. I want to tell you about my first year in business. If you listen to some of the other episodes, you've probably heard a bit of my backstory and how I started. That first year in business, it was 2019, so just a few months before the pandemic hit, the COVID-19 pandemic, and there I am starting my business. It's October 2019, and at that time... My three-tier cake was probably about $120 for a three-tier cake. And if that sounds high to you, know that that is quite low. (laughs) It is very, very low. I was barely making a profit. I was spending a lot of time on these big cakes that took a lot of effort and stress and energy. And the trade-off wasn't quite there but for me I I didn't quite know yet because I was still just taking my first orders I was still getting into it and I always say that the biggest startup cost of your baking business is that time when you're figuring things out and you're still learning and so that time that I was putting in it was paying off I was having experience I was building my portfolio and so at that moment charging that much for a cake wasn't hurting too bad because I was just so excited to have wedding clients to be making these beautiful cakes and growing my business and I just barely started it was just so exciting to have those orders coming in and then I got an order from a girl who I had known from work a couple years ago we had lifeguarded together and she came to me said she's getting married in January which was just a few months away two two months or so and she was getting married and she wanted a very very specific cake design and I remember her sending me that picture it was a three-tier cake and it was kind of like a split cake on one side was like the bride side it was white it had these fondant drapes going down it it had this very intricate piping swirling design and that was on one side and then the other side where the drapes kind of happened it shifted into like a chocolate drip cake on the other side. It was chocolate cake with drips and these cute little dipped strawberries that looked like tuxedos. And that's how it was split, like groom side and bride side. I had never, ever done a cake like this. Never done a split cake. Um, had never <laughs> attempted to do those fondant drapes. It was all very new techniques to me. And she also wanted three different flavors. And I'm going to try to remember what those were. It was red velvet, funfetti, and maybe vanilla. Three totally different flavors, tons of different types of buttercream in there. And it was just going to be this entirely new experience. And I remember not knowing at all how to even start pricing out this cake. I had no idea how long it was going to take me. I could kind of guess at what ingredients were going to cost me. But at this point in my business, pricing was almost as good as a guessing game for me, (laughs) just kind of trying to gauge things. And so I ended up quoting her $300. That was twice what I had ever been paid for a cake. That was the most expensive cake to date that I had ever quoted anybody. And she was a little iffy about it. She was like, okay, you know what? I'm let me let me look around. Let me see what else I can find out there. And I kind of was just like a a little bit sad, like, oh, okay, maybe she'll find someone else, but also slightly relieved, like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> I don't have to do that crazy cake. Have you ever felt like that? <laughs> and kind of just, you know, let it hang out in the air. Well, she comes back to me 
And apparently nobody was willing to take on this cake. She couldn't find anybody who felt confident in it, who would do it for less. And so guess what? I got the job. (laughs) And she Venmo's me that $300 and I spend the next two months thinking and planning and stressing and agonizing over this cake that I'm going to do in January and thinking about how I'm going to pull all that off and what I'm going to need and what order I should do everything in, just planning it all out. And I just, I remember laying awake at night and my husband and I, we call this cake brain and it's not as bad now as it used to be, but it's where I'm just, I'm there in the room, but not really because my head's going a million miles an hour thinking about cake designs and customers and planning things for my business. That's cake brain. Have you ever had that? Yeah. (laughs) Cake brain is a thing. So for the next two months, that's what I had. And I was thinking about this cake all the time, getting ready to do it. And the time came when I, it was ready to go. I, I started baking those cake layers a few days in advance. I would bake the layers. I took them out and I would tort them or I would level them so that they were nice and smooth. I wrapped them up in plastic wrap and I stuck them in the freezer. Cake layers can stay good like that for typically at least three weeks, if not longer. Depends on your recipe, but most recipes will hold well like that for up to three weeks. So I had those in my freezer and then um, took them out the day before I was going to, it was going to take a a lot of time and preparation to get this one done. So I started the day before and I remember staying up until probably three in the morning making this cake. I spent that day that afternoon. I was dipping those strawberries. Oh gosh, I had never dipped strawberries like this before (laughs) to make those little tuxedo strawberries. Had to dip them in white chocolate and then in brown chocolate and then pipe little buttons on them. And I had to cut the stems off because the stems looked horrible. They were like not the freshest, nicest strawberries, but they were the best ones I could find. And so I dipped those and I started crumb coating the cake. I started putting it together and getting that split from white frosting to chocolate frosting. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that was crazy. I I don't even know how I pulled it off. Looking back, I remember being just amazed that I even brought this cake together, that it even turned out. It was incredible. And I th- and it, this cake was like one of those cakes where you can't deliver it in three separate tiers. You know how delivery is like one of the worst parts ever of <laughs> making a cake? And at this point in my business, I didn't even charge for delivery. It was totally free. <laughs> And so that was just, you know, part of the service that I offered. And because of the complexity of this design, I had to deliver that baby stacked. And so, and I didn't know how to do that. This was one of the first ones I'd ever driven stacked like that. I remember my husband drove and I sat in the back and just watched it and just like prayed and prayed. Dropping that cake off was one of the most incredible moments. It was such a turning point for my business because there it was. It was on the table. The most expensive cake, $300 that I'd done to date, the most complicated order I'd done. And at this, sometimes when you drop off a cake, you don't always see the bride. You know, she's got a lot going on. There's plenty of other places for her to be, but it was really fun because I actually did get to see my friend and she just loved the cake. She was blown away. It looked exactly like the picture. It was exactly how she wanted it. And it was amazing. So me, here I am, I get to recover and I start thinking and I realize, gosh, $300 was low for everything that went into that cake. 
and I start that was such a turning point a moment that marked where I realized that the trade-off of energy for what I had to put in and what I was paid that it wasn't in balance that I had leveled up I could sense that and so at that moment I raised my pricing I think I took my my three-tier cake to probably $150 didn't raise it by much and again I was still kind of guessing still kind of sensing it out because I didn't know where my numbers came from I didn't really know how to accurately reflect the time and the cost that went into the cake in the price that I was charging so I just kind of guessed and took my pricing a little bit higher well not too long later there was another baker in my area her name was Carissa and she ran this gorgeous cute little cake truck and I absolutely adored all of her work it was such beautiful clean very white lovely work with her wedding cakes and she reached out to me and she was like hey I don't want to like come off too strong or too weird but you could be charging more she had seen my stories that I'd posted as I was updating my pricing and she was just like no you you should be charging more your work is clean it's nice um you should raise them and I was like I just raised them how can I do that but I wasn't offended by her reaching out I was actually very grateful that somebody else was willing to kind of put their own skin on the line of like, ooh, maybe she'll be mad at me or maybe this is going to step on her toes. But she like cared enough about the baking community and me as a fellow baker that she was willing to kind of cross that line and put herself out there and say that to me. And I was really grateful because it validated me. I felt like I needed that, which none of us need that. You don't need permission to step into a higher price point. And we act like we do. We act like we're waiting for someone to come along and say, oh, you've leveled up now. Here's your certificate. Now you can charge $200 more than you were before. Nobody's coming to do that. It's all inside of you. And you're the thing. You're the boss. You're the thing that's in your own way if you're not charging more. And we have these fears that hold us back. But I felt like in that moment, that was the validation I needed. And I was able to raise my prices again. Well, guess what? A few months later, I raised them again. And a few months later, again and again and again. And I just, I kept raising them. I think I raised them four to five times in that first year, just in that first year alone, because I could feel it. I was getting so many clients and I was doing good work. And I could sense it every time when I was like, ooh, this isn't feeling like it's worth it. I feel like I'm burning out. Boom. That's when you raise them. That's when they go up. That's when the trade-off has become, it's higher stakes for you. The opportunity cost is more. The energy cost is more. You can kind of feel that out. And I, I think that one of the problems that happens is we get into our own heads as bakers where we feel that that point where you know we, we're, we're not sure if we're making the money we need to and we're not sure if the trade-off's there if it's worth it if we can actually make an income and the only solution our brain seems to come up with a lot of the times is oh well you just need to take more orders if you want to make more money you have to take more orders you have to do more things you have to do this different project and and we like search all these other ways that we think that we're going to get there and reality it's as easy as updating a number on your page or on your invoice that's all it is, is raising your prices. So that first year, raised them about four times. And now it's really funny and kind of interesting to look back at my books 
and my numbers that I had that first year business, seeing all of these three-tier wedding cakes that I did that were like $150 to, you know, $300. Finally, that second year raised them. And now my pricing for a three-tier cake starts at $550. And it's funny too, because you listening to this, you with your pricing, you might say that that's high and you might say that that's low. And that's funny because that's one of the reasons why pricing can be so difficult. And you've seen that because you'll get into like a Facebook group or on some kind of page and people start talking about pricing like, oh, what would you charge for this cake? And you get this whole range of answers, everything from like $100 to $1,000 because every baker has a unique price. Every baker has their unique skills, their unique time commitment, depending on how long your process takes you. You have unique ingredient costs, depending on where you live. Your market is unique. And so your pricing has to be unique. Nobody can decide it for you. I get a lot of people on Instagram who will come to me and they'll ask that. They'll send a picture and say like, hey, what would you charge for this? And I'm like, I can tell you what I would charge, But it really, that tells you nothing about what you should charge because you are at a completely different place and living in a completely different market than me. And that's one of the reasons why pricing can be so difficult is because it's up to you as the baker to really come to understand your numbers. There's lots of calculators out there too. I see these online. You can plug in some of your your costs, your numbers, and it'll spit out a price for you. And that's great. And maybe that'll help you cover your costs, but guess what it doesn't do? It doesn't allow you to understand the why, why you got that number, why you're charging what you do. It doesn't back you up. One of the best things is when you know your pricing, when you understand it and you go to give that price to a customer, you know that you can't budge because you understand that that's what it takes to actually make it pay off. And when you're just guessing, when you just have an arbitrary number and you don't know how it got to that point, it's easy to back down because you can't see the story that that number is telling you about your business. You can't see how important that number is to actually make the the work worth it for yourself. So it's really on your own shoulders. Each baker has the responsibility to learn their numbers, to figure out their costs, to know where all that comes from, to know how to figure out what to charge for your time and to gauge that and to do that work behind the scenes of your own business. And that is probably reason number one why why we kind of avoid doing the work of pricing because it is work. I think that's part of the reason why you see those posts in groups about pricing is because I think we know deep down that we should be, you know, calculating our numbers, but maybe we don't know where it comes from. And maybe math, math is just scary. We don't want to get down and do the work to figure it out. It, it can definitely be a trigger for some people to have to add things up and and do some calculations. It is a little bit of work. But also, once somebody shows you how to do it, you'll realize it's it's actually not that difficult. Finding where your number is coming from and just adding them up, it makes it so simple. And pricing becomes just a math equation. But the second reason why we really struggle with pricing, it's not about the math and the numbers, it's the fear and it's the mindset. It's the fact that 
the story that we've told ourselves our whole lives about what money is and what it means and and the morality of having money and whether that's good or bad all of that is woven into our decision making around pricing and all of that is what truly holds us back because if we wanted to we could calculate the numbers and it's there it's a math equation it's all laid out and the reason why we don't or the reason why we do and then we don't charge that is because we are afraid Money makes us greedy. If we charge high, what does that say about myself? What are other people going to think? I haven't been in this as long as Sally down the street. So how can I charge as much as she is when she's got more experience? Like we hold back and we shrink from charging more. And it doesn't do us any favors as bakers because that's when we start to burn out. And that's when we start to feel like things are impossible. And in reality, The only thing standing in your way is yourself and your mindset. One of the reasons why I continued raising my prices after that first year in business is because I sat down and I took a look at at how far I'd come. I took a look at what I'd made for the year. It was tax season. I was breaking down all those numbers and I was quite shocked to actually see that after all that work, after everything I'd put in that first year, I'd managed to pay myself on average about $300 to $400 a month. That's what actually stayed in my pocket at the end of the day. And that didn't feel like it was enough for me. (laughs) For everything that I'd done and for how far I'd come, I was ready for something more. And so I used my numbers to make some informed decisions going forward to set some goals and to raise my prices and to focus on the products that were actually making the income and making the trade-off worth it. My pricing and my numbers and understanding where it came from all fueled that. And then having the confidence to bravely and ambitiously step into that and be unapologetic about it to overcome whatever fears and whatever negative stories I had around money, that was the second thing I needed to step forward. And my second year in business, using those, using that confidence and that math and those numbers to go forward, I was able to start paying myself 1500 to 2000 a month. And I started working less than I had the first year before because my numbers, my pricing was allowing me to take smart decisions, to make smart decisions and to take step smart steps forward. It wasn't about doing more. It was about working smarter. You got to work hard, but you got to work smart. And pricing is like this crux point in that whole scheme of planning your business and the things that you're doing. Pricing really drives so much of that. So where can you start with that in your own business? Well, number one, you've got to tackle your mindset. You've got to stop the negativity around the money and around the price. It's so funny because every time I post about pricing on Instagram, I'm very transparent about what I charge and how much I make. I love to show the numbers and it's very split. Um, you get bakers who are like, you go girl, that's awesome. But then I get this crowd of people, bakers and non-bakers who are just, they're so mad and it just infuriates them that I'm making this much selling cakes. And it's like, isn't it great? Isn't it just rad that a stay-at-home mom using her creativity to serve people can make an income 
and doesn't have to answer to a boss, doesn't have to wait for somebody to give her permission to make that money, I think it's freaking awesome. (laughs) And that is the story you have to tell yourself. If you struggle with money mindset, one of the first things you can do is surround yourself with inspiration and with people and with stories of of women and bakers and people who are doing this and making money and it's not a bad thing. Start to hear that and start to let that sink into your mind and change the way you think about it. That's the first place you need to start and it's it's not like a magic bullet one and done you listen to this podcast episode and and then you're good to go or you, you know, take a course and then you're good to go. Money mindset is something you continue to work on. And and mindset in general, feeling like you can walk forward confidently knowing that you know you'll learn a lot and you'll make mistakes but you'll grow learning to face that uncertainty and just go forward anyways that is a constant life learning objective that's something that you'll always be doing throughout all of your business and so take those steps to surround yourself with inspirational stories and to cut out the negative voices whether that's unfollowing people on instagram or even blocking people or you know maybe not spending as much time scrolling through the feed if it just gets you down on yourself work on your mindset and start to shift into the possibility that exists for you Now, to help you also get started on this journey of pricing and moving forward in your business, I want to talk about the three objectives that you have when it comes to pricing your products because there's three key points that you have to hit with your pricing. If you don't hit these three key points, then your business is not going to grow and you'll probably burn out and you'll probably quit because these key three points, they're essential to really growing your business and being successful. So when it comes to pricing, these three key objectives are number one, you have to cover all your costs. If you're not doing this, then you're not even hitting the break even point and you're basically paying to be in business. You're basically paying your customers to do their cakes. And for obvious reasons, that's not going to work and it's not going to keep you in business. So objective number one, when you make a price, you want to make sure you're covering all of your costs from the cost of your ingredients, as small as your teaspoon of salt to your cup of flour to your, you know, a couple pounds of butter and sugar. All of that needs to be covered to your supplies, your dowels, your cake boards, your paper towels, your dish soap. Those factor into your pricing. And then your overhead, your, your the cost of running a fridge or an oven or your marketing, all of that are costs that you have of doing business. And the way that you make sure that those are paid is by reflecting it in your pricing. Your customers pay for that so that you can actually show up and do the thing. Objective number one is cover your costs. The second objective you have when pricing out anything, whether it's your cakes or cookies, whatever it is that you're doing, your second objective is to compensate your employee for the labor that they're doing. Well, guess what? You are the employee. You are the one employee of your business. And if you don't pay that employee well, they will quit. (laughs) You will quit. You won't keep doing it. You have to compensate yourself well for your labor. And I say well, like if you have an opportunity cost, Like if you could be working at a job and making so much money, if you weren't doing this baking thing, if you could take on another hour or two or another shift instead of taking customer orders, that's the opportunity cost. Like that's the match. If you're not making at least that, at least minimum wage or whatever you can make at a job, then is it worth it for you to be in business? Now, when you're starting out, 
it's okay if you start a little bit lower. I don't want you to feel like you've already gotten behind in the game. I don't want you to get down on yourself because you feel like, oh gosh, I'm not paying myself. Like I better just stop now and go back to my job. No, no. What you need to do is make a plan. Make a plan to get there. Make a plan to raise your pricing so that you can get to a place where you're compensating yourself well. Because sometimes when you're starting out, the idea of charging $300 for a cake is terrifying and it's it's too much to hold. And I felt that when I charged my first $300 cake, it was, it was very scary and it was a big step. But the fact that I was able to pull it off, it gave me this new boost of confidence. And so for yourself with your baking business, if charging that much, if jumping too high, too fast is scary, make a plan and go incrementally until you are compensated well for your labor. Raise it in small bits and make that plan so you can take those steps and know that that lower price that maybe you're starting at is just a lucky benefit that your customers get of being your first customers. And eventually it's not going to be your end game strategy. Being affordable, being the most affordable option on the market as a custom artistic baker, it just doesn't work. And in future episodes, we're going to talk about why. And in my pricing mastermind course, I really dive into why the business strategy behind why that doesn't work. But just know the affordable price for what you do will just drive you into the ground. That cannot be your strategy. So number two, you have to make sure you're compensating yourself well for your labor. If you don't accomplish this with your pricing, your business won't grow and you won't be able to have success. Number one, cover your costs. Number two, compensate yourself for your labor. And then the third objective of pricing is to make a profit for your business. Now, this is kind of a funny idea that maybe you've never thought of before, that you should be making money for yourself as the employee, and you should also be making money that stays inside the business. Why? Because your business needs money to grow. If you're pocketing everything that you make, well, guess what? There's nothing left to invest in yourself, in your business. There's nothing left to buy that new mixer or to take that class to increase your skill level. You need money in the business so that you can actually do those things that'll take it to the next level. Because any good business doesn't want to just stay where they're at. You want to grow. You want to expand. And as home bakers, you know, maybe it's not about, you know, building this big franchise where there's Brett's Bakery is on the corner in every city. It's not about that. But it's about scaling up in ways that work for you as a home baker. And you're going to need money to do that. Like I said, taking a class or investing in equipment. Because my pricing covers my profit and I know that money is staying in my business, I have a paycheck that is well worth my time. And there's also money from every order I do that stays inside my business. In the past couple years, I've been able to buy a new camera and filming equipment. I've been able to buy a new website and do all of that because there's profit in my business that's staying there. And that comes from pricing and making sure I'm hitting that objective. So those are the three objectives that you want to have in mind. Cover your costs, compensate yourself for your labor, make a profit for your business. If you achieve those three things, then you're going in the right direction. You're going to grow and you're going to have success and you're going to make a real income as a home baker. Those are the three objectives. Now that's a very kind of far out view. Those three objectives are quite surface level because then you need to dive into the nitty gritty. 
How do I actually make sure I'm covering my costs? Where do all those come from? How do I add them up? How do I adjust them? That is where you need my pricing mastermind course. Someone to show you, take you by the hand and walk you through it step by step by step. That's what I've created in Pricing Mastermind. It's specifically a course for cakers because that's what I specialize in is cakes. And that's kind of where pricing can get very gray and nitty gritty and difficult to figure out. I do believe that the principles apply to any baker and even any business, any product-based business. If you're figuring out your pricing, my pricing course could help you do it. I've actually used it for my husband's art business and my mom's dress business. So if you're someone who doesn't do cakes and you want to get into pricing mastermind, maybe you do cookies or cupcakes or whatever it is, and you want to get in and try it out, go for it. And then if it doesn't meet your needs, let me know and I'm happy to refund you 100%. But I know that this course is the most amazing and powerful resource to help you take the next steps in your business. And remember that listeners of Businesses Suite get a discount. There's a discount code that you can use to get 20% off. It's BIS20, capital B, capital I, capital S, 20. Make sure you get into that course so that you can start really getting your pricing nailed down because that's the third ingredient in our recipe for success. That's what we've been talking about is all the different things you need to fine tune so that you can succeed as a home baker. It's really, really exciting and awesome to be able to take control of your business and take control of your life. I'm so happy and so grateful that because of my business and the things that I've learned, I don't have to go get another job. And we rely on my income to be able to pay our mortgage and to meet our expenses monthly. It's a very critical part of our family. And I'm so glad that I have been able to take the steps with my business and with my pricing to make that happen. And I get to, you know, drop my kiddo off at preschool and pick him up and I get to make lunch and I get to do all the awesome things to crazy mom things. I get to go to the park and be with neighbors and I get to work on my own terms and make it happen in the way that I want it to. And honestly, at this point, I don't think I can ever go back to working for somebody else because learning these principles of business and being able to apply them has just given me so much freedom. And that is really this gratitude I have for that is the driving factor behind why I teach you these things, why I share it with you, why I have this podcast and my courses is because I think you deserve it too. I know you deserve it too. You deserve to have that success and that freedom and that control of your life. That's what it's all about. And I'm excited to be here to coach you on that and to help you find that in your, in your business and in your life. Thank you so much for being here, for joining into the show. I want to end with one of my favorite quotes by a business and success coach. Her name is Jen Sincero. And this quote that she has, it's all about money. And so it's super relevant to what we've been talking about today. And she says, the number one reason why people don't have money is the shame around having money. And I back that up 100%. I think the number one reason why we're not able to make what we want, especially as women, If we're feeling like we're not being compensated fairly, I think the number one thing we need to do is step up for ourselves and break that mental barrier 
and and just make it happen stop waiting for permission stop waiting for that validation go out and get it I love you bakers. I'm excited to see all the wonderful things you're doing. I hope all of your orders are going smooth. Again, thank you for tuning in. If the show has been helpful for you, if you found it to be just a great resource for you listening in the kitchen, I would love it if you could leave it a review and a rating so that other bakers can find it too. Help us pay it forward and grow this community because when we help each other, we all rise together. Stay sweet, my friends. <laughs>